You're listening to That's My Story Period, a compilation of hilarious stories by people who happen to get their period. Hosted by me, Steph Garcia. Hey, I'm Becky Yamamoto, and I got my period at age 10. And then it stopped, and then I got it full force at 12. So that's my story. Just kidding. So um, when I was in uh, eighth grade, uh, you know, I went to a small private school. So um, there weren't like super popular people and not popular people. There's just kind of like the big group, like the popular-ish group. But, you know, they're not that cool. So and the lead lady was uh, this blonde girl that we all just followed because um, we watched a lot of TV. So uh Blonde people were in charge. Um, and so, <laughs> anyway, so she invited us all over to get to get ready for the dance, which I'm, like, not going to turn down. So, um, and I had my period, whatever. So um, we were all hanging out, and then the real, the real like, hot girl of the class, Kayla, Ke- I'm using her name, whatever, who cares, um, she, was, she was, like, real cool, like, you know, she wore mini skirts and she had big boobies, and um, so all the dudes were like, yeah, you know, because we were in junior high, and anyways, she found out that I was using maxi pads, and she's like, girl, you know, you can't use maxi pads, you gotta move on to tampons, you know, that's, th- you'll be free with tampons, and I wasn't sure if I was ready yet, I mean, I knew that tampons existed, my mom used super super plus or you know the extra extra plus so I knew that like I'd probably get a big vagina one day but um at that point <laughs> my little seventh grade vagina wasn't right so anyways she was trying to convince me she's like you should definitely use one of these tampons it's gonna make everything easier trust me so uh she's like here take one and then she like she's like this is how you do it she drew me a diagram and I'm like I know what my holes are like we had we've had sex ed already at this point I'm like she's like just make sure you don't put it in the small hole I'm like yeah, I'm not going to put it in my pee-pee hole. How the hell is that going to fit in the pee-pee hole? Anyway, so she's like, show me a diagram. And then she's like, so then she's like, here, take it in there. I'll coach you through it. So I'm like, in there. And she's like, you know, again, reminding me about the holes. I'm like, dude, girl, I'm like, I'm going to be fine. So I put it in. Things are kind of awkward. Uh, we go to the dance. Uh, and I'm feeling like pain, like it's just like a, a tingling pain. And I'm like, did I put it in the wrong hole? You know, she had warned me all this time. And I was like, there's no way I put it in the wrong hole, but I'm. it hurts. Uh, and then I get to dance and um, this guy, Matt, asked me to dance. And I'm like, I mean, you know, neither of us really is that attracted to each other. You know, we're just kind of like, I was the only one left. He was, you know, so he was like, let's dance. And then, you know. I'm like smelling his sweat. Anyway, so, and then I'm just like, this really hurts. <laughs> you know, it's like really bad. And I go into the bathroom and, um, uh, and the tampon's only halfway in. So <laughs> I pull it out, put down a trusty old maxi pad. And, uh, you know, and then I think I, my big lesson was you can't trust someone because they're pretty, you know, <laughs> they don't necessarily give the best advice. Yeah, so, yeah, that's my story, period. Thank you, Becky. Halfway tampon. Uh, Yeah, they're the worst. That's it. It's maybe the worst thing to ever do. 
Yeah, the half in, half out. Yeah. But so <laughs> do you do you blame her? It's her fault. I mean, I blame myself for trusting beauty over brains. <laughs> no, she's she's a smart girl too, whatever, who cares? Yeah, I, I blame her a little for for pressuring me into it, but I blame myself for really just caving, just mm-hmm. being like, Oh, you must know more. You've experienced this tampon world. Uh so Yeah. And not trusting your trusty maxi pad, which you had been yeah, using. It's already. like a nice soft pillow. <laughs> just soft, easy. Yeah, they were really pillowy back then. I mean, yeah, well, I, uh, I, you're a little younger, so you didn't have the. Th- no, no, no. Oh. My my mom always used the um, the overnights, so that's what I started oh using. God. I know. So it was like a diaper, basically. Oh God, it's um, so gross. I know. I know. I but, hate those. And here's now the, I do. Yeah. Here's the thing, too, though. Like, I never had people to like bounce off ideas about menstruation with when I was growing up and I'm like always fascinated by like people or like yeah I got coached through it by my friends I'm like what how when what yeah like I'm I'm jealous <laughs> a little bit even though it, it yeah was. no you know then it's sometimes it's mixed reviews yeah really. yeah I but yeah it's I was never really excited about it <laughs> I feel like I read that book, Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret, and that girl wanted her period so bad. I'm like, why, girl? Yeah, seriously. Seriously. Hold off as long as you can. Well, if you don't get a choice. Ah! I guess not. <laughs> if there's a pill, just kidding. I mean, do yeah. No, but see, if there's a pill, then we take, like, for instance, diarrhea. I had <laughs> <laughs> diarrhea yesterday. I took an emodium, and now I feel like my insides are like, so angry at me because they just want to push something but the pill has prevented them from doing that yeah yeah so well, if you did that for periods I can't imagine the backlash your body would have well there's like the IUDs and then you you can get like Marina and then you don't get a period oh. I don't know I don't know that you would want that at like 12 or oh, 10 oh hell no Ooh. oh actually going back to that so what happened you got it at 10 and then you didn't get it yeah I got it at 10 I was spotting and uh, I cried uh, and then <laughs> It's so early. And then um, I only got one month and it never came back until I was like 12. It was really weird. But it was just like spotting, so it wasn't like... Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I wonder what happened. I had all that... You know what? I think I ate too much hormone chicken. I'm just kidding. I don't... (laughs) Who knows? Like, Uh, when we were young, it was like no one talked about that stuff as much, right? No. All our things had hormones and fillers and plastic... You know, we're eating plastic and chemicals. Oh, yeah. I mean, even <laughs> I have a, a kid, and so, like, all of the kids' stuff is, like, plastic. And, oh, yeah. And they say it's, like, uh, like, like her cups and her bowls, they're all plastic. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. But safer. Are they? I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I have to, I'm using them because otherwise I have broken things everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to, I don't know if you really want to handicap glass that yeah. much. But it is something that I do think about because I know that that stuff affects your body and you're like a growing person. And so I don't know. Um, maybe you had a lot of hormone chicken. I'm sure I did. And hormone milk. Uh-huh. Or hormone, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I drank a lot of milk. I, my friend's mom made us drink a whole glass of milk before I we went to bed, which is disgusting. <laughs> Your friend's mom? Yeah, if I spent the night there, uh, she's, uh, like, <laughs> she's like, here's a glass of milk. And I was like, I don't know if I want this. She's like, you better drink it. <laughs> I was like, I guess that's what I'm doing. <laughs> was she beautiful as well? Um, sure. Because <laughs> you're, you're saying. Yeah, no, you're beautiful. Dressing. Well, it's like I really do get convinced by beautiful women to buy things now, you oh. know, like at the store. Mm-hmm. Like, the girls seems cool. I'm like, yeah, you know what style is. I'll buy this. Or, you know, like, commercials. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I buy into it. So listen, it starts at a young age. It really does. But I'm uh, I'm I'm hopeful that there's more discussion about this kind of stuff and more just acceptance of like, hey, tampons aren't right for me. I'm not going to use them. That's like my hope is that we get to a point where everyone just realizes you kind of got to just try shit out for yourselves. So. Yeah, I have friends who don't use them at all. They mm-hmm. use and they love that period underwear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I have friends. Uh, thanks. We had a, a sponsorship. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah. I'd love a free pair. <laughs> so, there, yeah, there's a multitude of things uh, that I'm excited to try. I'm actually on the IUD right now, so I don't have my period. Oh, nice! Which is the first time in my entire life, and um, we'll see. Is it what kind happens. of fun? Um, it was intense at the beginning, oh. and now it's real, like nice and like mellow, and I don't have to think about it, and it's great. That's great. Yeah. The yeah. only thing with the period underwear, though, is it if you get it and you don't, you're not wearing a like. Do you just carry them with you? I think I think you just you're yeah, I think you have to track it. And that's the other thing too. I like never tracked it before I went on the pill. And I think like if I ever go off like birth control completely, I'm going to have to track it, which sounds miserable. I'm off of it. You're off of birth control? Yeah. Oh, how like were we, you on it for a while? Yeah, I was. And then we now would do the old-fashioned pull. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pull it out. <laughs> well, I was going to ask more how does it affect your body? <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah, I was happy to get off of it. I had an acupuncturist who convinced me. Nice. Well, did you have... Another person who convinced me, but yeah. <laughs> well, acupuncturists, I mean, they're a little more in tune to the, your body than like a, a 12-year-old girl. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> but, you know, the, the whole thing is about blood flow and circulation. Uh, and yeah. so they... Uh, whatever. No, um, what is it? I mean, if you I don't mind sharing. I think... I don't remember exactly because I don't remember science or anything. I just like... Sure, it sounds great. I think it has to do with like flow, like so stopping anything that's naturally happening with your body. I guess I don't uh, really know. Yeah. Did you have bad periods before you went on birth control, or was there a, like a reason, or was it just being sexually active? Oh, sexually active, and okay. not want to get pregnant. And then, and now, I mean, I don't. It's harder to get pregnant at this point. So <laughs> whatever, whatever happens. Good luck. Good luck, little sperms. You know, swim on in. Just kidding. Don't don't do that. <laughs> there, I guess there still is a chance I could get pregnant. There is. I mean, people and uh, well, that's a whole other podcast. I was. I'm always like, I should just do a pregnancy po- podcast. But there's always the, the people who like try IVF and try and try and try, and either they adopt or they like give up, and that's when that's they end up getting pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. Because it's stressful. I'm it's sure. very stressful. Um, not, well, uh, it's stressful for people I've heard. I've thankfully been blessed. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Like said, reproductive too. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll do the pregnancy <laughs> podcast another time. Um, uh, so your menstruation product of choice now. Diva Cup. Ah, oh, nice. All the way. I forget it's in there. I guess that is that good. Anyway, yeah, I forget it's in there, and then I move on with my life. The only complication is if you it's the first couple of days you got to wash it out in public place. Like mm-hmm. that's not the easiest. <laughs> that's the only thing. Other than that, it's the best thing ever. All right, and I um, love it. Yeah, no, we have a lot. I, there's so many people who come on and say they love it. Um, I, that's one of that's on my list to try. I have so many tampons. If anybody needs some OBs, I've got so many I don't use anymore. Oh my god, no applicator. <laughs> yeah. Oh, After a certain age, and I'd seen my situation, I don't even you know I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I think at first, the thing with I think the reason I put it in halfway to begin with was I didn't want to look. I'm like, 
that's there. Just put it in and run. You know, like, I mm-hmm. just didn't want to. But now I don't care. Yeah. It's, right. it's seen it in enough situations. That sounds gross. But anyway. Um. No, you got to know your body. That's you like, <laughs> I've also learned that. Because when I was younger, I was like, oh, I, I don't want to look or I don't want to, like, understand it. And, like, just fucking look and touch. It and is scary, it. though. Yeah. Well, yeah. Especially when you're first going through it, which brings me to my last question. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any advice or do you have anything you wish someone had told you when you were first going through it and, and figuring it all out? Um, let's see. I don't really have any advice except to keep it clean. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, definitely keep it clean. <laughs> Hose it off every once in a while. Um, where I don't understand thongs, and I don't, you know, I shouldn't judge anybody for their underwear choice, but if you're going to, I mean, just have some, you know, breathable underwear that's not made of, like, nylon. Who am I to judge? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> if it works for you. Yeah, I guess so. It works for you, but you don't want a yeasty. I always associate that with yeasties. You know, advice. I'm now I'm shaming people. No, uh, advice that I would give myself as a young lady would be to just look a little, Mm -hmm. (laughs) be okay with the parts, and then make sure you put the tampon in all the way. (laughs) (laughs) far enough so that you can't see it and then that means you're probably in a good spot and uh don't listen to to bitches that don't know (laughs) yay don't listen to bitches that don't know i love it um thank you so much oh yeah you're welcome (laughs) and now a period story break new york new york I shouldn't sing on this podcast. Anyway, in June of 2018, Representative Sean Patrick Maloney in New York tried to buy menstruation products using his office budget, you know, since other essential things like paper towels and toilet paper were covered. And his office was notified that actually that would have to come out of his own pocket because why would constituents need such things? Maloney also tweeted a checklist with, quote, Things you can buy with congressional funds, which included executive tissue holders, embellished letter openers, and brass bookends. Crossed off that list? Tampons. So Representative Maloney did what any upright citizen would do. He wrote that personal check for $37 to cover that cost. Also out of New York is Representative Grace Meng, a consistent fighter for menstrual equality. In July of 2018, she pushed for legislation allowing women to buy menstrual hygiene products with pre-tax money from health flexible spending accounts. She's also teamed with the aforementioned Representative Maloney to request that Speaker Paul Ryan make menstruation products available for free in all house bathrooms. Because they should be. And finally, in April of 2018, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo announced that schools in New York would be required to provide free menstrual products for grades 6 through 12. Huzzah, Cuomo. Huzzah. And now, back to some more guest period stories. Hi, I'm Kaycon Apu, and I got my period at age 10. So my story actually starts like a year before that. I was overhearing my mom talk to my aunt while they were in the kitchen, and they said this word that I never heard before. 
So I asked, hey, mom, what does puberty mean? And so I like inadvertently uh, ended up like starting that moment as like my such education moment um, because my mom immediately grabbed me, grabbed my younger sister, threw us in the bedroom and put a tape on. This was back in the day of VCRs, set a timer for 90 minutes and said, don't come out of this room until the timer goes off. If you have any questions, go ask your dad. So we started watching the tape, and it was an educational animated video about uh, human reproduction. So we watched the video. It's only actually an hour long. So the last 30 minutes, we're just kind of sitting there feeling really icky about our bodies. And then when the timer goes off, we had tons of questions, but we weren't going to go to our dad. So we just uh, went back to what we were doing and, like, didn't talk about it for, like, years Uh, So a year later, I'm like in sixth grade, and they're like, today's a special lesson. We're going to separate the boys into one room, the girls into another. So they do that, and then they pull out the TV VCR, stick in a tape, and they play the same tape I had seen a year earlier. And like, I felt like I had gotten like an early screening of a big blockbuster because I knew like the twist ending. And when they resegregate, like reintegrated the classes, like everyone was looking at each other like, ew, gross. But I was like, fine, because I was like, hey, I had already seen that. Cool. Um, but then at lunch, like one of the boys was like, how come you're not weirded out by the video? And I was kind of like proud. I was like, I already seen it or I already saw it. And then he decided to hear, I already got it. So he is like, oh, you already got it. You already got your period. Hey, everyone, Kay has already got her period. And he just kept repeating it over and over, cackling at the top of his lungs. And I was just like, no, no, I, I, I said I already saw it. I already saw it. But no, from that moment on, like for the next few months, I was the girl who had already gotten her period, even though I hadn't even gotten it yet. So I tried to like, you know, stand up for myself and wanted to like, you know, stand up to the the teasing and the way I did that was like I started wearing my favorite yellow shorts like every single day and the reason why they were my favorite was because at the time I was a huge fan of Power Rangers the OG 90s version and there there was uh, the Yellow Ranger she was an Asian girl her name Trini and she always dressed in yellow when you're looking back you're just like okay that was probably pretty racist but at the time I was like it's an Asian girl yay someone who looks like me on TV So I really loved the show, and I would wear those yellow shorts, and I would, like, feel strong and feel powerful, like, kick some ass, and it just made me feel better whenever they would, like, tease me. So one day, I was, like, wearing my yellow shorts, I was playing handball, and I was, like, on a run, and I could not lose, and I was, like, feeling really great, and then I was, like, oh, shoot, I have to go to the bathroom. So I negotiated a deal where, like, I didn't have to leave Like, I didn't have to give up my winning streak if I went to the bathroom. And they're like, okay, okay. I run to the bathroom, and then I look down. I'm like, huh, brown stain. That's weird. But I was like, no, I'm on a winning streak in handball. So I just kind of, like, forget about it, and then I go back to handball because I was like, oh, in the Yellow Ranger. Nothing can stop me. Um, And it wasn't until later when I got back home when I was like, huh, that stain is even bigger now. And so, you know, I was like, okay, I must have pooped and not have, like, wiped good enough. All right, should I talk to my mom? And I probably wouldn't have, 
but the stain had started like going into my shorts and I was like, oh, I love these shorts. These are my favorite shorts. So I actually went to my mom and I was like, you know, I did something. Can you help? And I kind of had mainly gone to her just to see if she could like work her mom magic to get the stain out of my shorts because I really love these shorts. Um, and then she just looked at it and she was just like, oh, uh, no, you're gonna have to get new ones. That's a period stain. You have your period. And that's my story, period. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kay. Um, I love how just matter of fact, like at the end of all that, after playing a video, she's <laughs> just like, oh, well, that's it. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like a weird thing where it was just like no explanation of just like, okay, you asked the question. Here you go. <laughs> Tape. Yeah. And like the the video was like animated and and they had the host was I think like a maxi pad tampon type character like oh. I don't know if you remember Clippy from the early uh-huh. Microsoft, Microsoft Word, Word. yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah it looked like that but like a maxi pad or a tampon just like talking you know yeah. And they showed the same exact video to the boys? Same exact video. Interesting. Because yeah. they did that to us, too. They separated us. But I'm pretty sure they gave, like, a totally different talk to them. Well, it was because it covered both. It covered ah. boys and girls. So I think that's what – I think they did – you know, I, I guess I don't really know. But during lunch when they would talk about it, like, oh, and then this part and this part. And they're like, oh, yeah, that was so gross. Yeah. So – and the thing was, is like my mom was a well, she's a t- she was a teacher, but she was also a special ed teacher. So I think that's why she had the video. Mm. Um, but you know, when you're a special ed teacher and she worked with like severely handicapped kids, that wasn't really a subject that they ever had to deal with, like as a classroom, you know. Um, oh, it was more like an in- individual. Basis? Yeah, it was like one on one care. Um, so yeah, but she had it, <laughs> and I guess it's the same that every same one that all the other teachers had. Yeah. Have you ever asked her why the extra 30 minutes? (laughs) If she knew, like, if this is a video she was familiar with, like, she had to have known it was only an hour. Yeah. um, I don't know. Maybe she, I I wonder if she even knew. I think also, like, I don't know. She she was, I I feel like she was kind of just, like, flustered. Uh She was just like, 90, that's good enough. You know? (laughs) That's how long a a movie usually is. How old was your sister at the time? Um, She was a year younger than me. So she was probably, like, yeah, like, eight or nine. (laughs) I was 10 or 11. She was probably eight or nine. Yeah. Does she remember that? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it was funny because, like, you know, my mom was so, like, you know, if you have any questions, ask your dad, like, kind of, like, you know, kind of putting her hands up and being like, I'm, and I'm not going to deal with this anymore. Um, but once my baby sister, who's like five or six years younger than us, like got her period and like learned about sex education, she, like unlike us, she's just very outspoken. So she would just talk about it and like ask questions. So it was like this weird thing of like, if we had just been like, whoa, 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 you got more explaining to do, mom. <laughs> like she probably would would have like said more or had a bigger talk. Um, but by that point, like, yeah, I didn't actually get like an in-depth kind of like, you know, question and answer, like, feel free to ask questions until I was mm-hmm. like in high school taking like biology, you know? Yeah. So you have so it's three sisters? Yeah, I have two younger sisters, and I have actually have two older brothers, but they're my, my half-brothers. But I grew up with my sisters. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. And then, you know, like, later on, we would, like, be, like, 
remember when our mom put us in the video and we're like, yeah, like putting us in the room with that video and we're like, yeah, mom, what was that all about? She's like, you know, you guys had to learn. So I had the video. So I just thought you should watch the video. <laughs> and we're like, that was crazy. And like, she was like, I didn't know what to do. And we're like, that was, <laughs> the, no, you, maybe not yeah. that. <laughs> maybe talk to yeah, us. Yeah, maybe have a conversation. But I'm sure it's like, it's probably a slightly awkward thing to like, how much do you where how I don't know I don't know yeah I'm not yeah there yet so and also like when I asked my mom like this was while she was talking to like my aunt um you know I was like mom like what just kind of out of the blue like what what does that mean and my aunt was like shocked she was like how you haven't told her yet like you need to tell her so I felt like maybe my mom also was like you know felt like she was being called out <laughs> by my aunt <laughs> which was like okay take care of this now you know you know, putting my foot down or like, uh, okay. But I just remember it being like a, like a total, you know, unexpected thing of like me innocently hearing this word being like, uh-huh. what does this word mean? And then in creating this whole episode of just like, all right, well, if you, you ask that one question, yeah, these are the consequences. Oh, and the unfortunate thing is like the next year, the school and not, not like, right. By any means of the school, but like just the environment with kids <laughs> wasn't yeah. like wasn't like a good capper on it. Right, right. Yeah, I mean it. it all that you know, kids kids are horrible guys. <laughs> kids yeah, are horrible. Kids are horrible. Um, so like, uh, have you like grown into your period now? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I ended up you know going to when I was in high school. I had a really great biology teacher and. I actually had her two years in a row, first for, like, freshman science and then actual biology. And she went over sex ed, like, in both of the courses. And the second time, she was actually pregnant at the time. So she was like, I am willing to, like, be perfectly brutally honest because I have a baby in me right now. Um, So she was great and just, like, was very, like, positive and, you know, uh, just truthful. So that uh-huh. that really helped me be like, okay, if she can just be like, guys, you know, people have babies. This is how it's going. It's science. Calm down, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that helped. Awesome. Yeah. And that's how it should be. I mean, like, bodies are bodies, and we just got to figure out how, they're, how yours work. Right, right. Yeah. And it was a great way to look at it from, like, this is science, y'all. Like, mm-hmm. this is, you know, from – from the primordial soup, this is what we have evolved into. So, you know. Oh, man. Uh, great. Well, so currently you're a menstruation product of choice. Pads. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been a pad girl all my life. I've tried the tampons before, but they would just be like, I don't know, I always had like this weird fear that it was just going to suck up and I'd never be able to like, get it back down again. Um, and also like that same biology teacher, like she was very like – you know, you can use what you want, but preferably, like, I don't want to stick anything in me that's man-made. And I was just like, huh, that's that's good enough for me. <laughs> that's a good explanation for me. So, yeah. Any particular brand or type or? Always. <laughs> and, like, the green ones. <laughs> yeah. Are those the? I think they're the ones that are actually in the bathroom right now. So <laughs> I'm always just Here like, at the when ruby. I go in, yeah, when I go in, I was like, yeah, I'm uh, covered. I do. I, I prefer always when I go to my pads, too, for sure. Yeah. And then – and also, like, my mom – like, when eventually we'd have those conversations, my mom would just be like, 
well, you know, you should, you can try tampons, but, you know, in our family, we tend to have like heavy flows. So Mm -hmm. sometimes you might need a pad on top of a tampon. I was like, well, if I'm going to need a tab, like a pad on top of a tampon anyway, might as well just use a pad. Yeah. I, I, I used to double, double decker. That's not, (laughs) (laughs) I would have to do that um, before I went on birth control. Mm, So, um, birth control. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, another thing, just figure it out. If you want to do it, don't do it. If you want to do it, do it. If you don't, don't. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, and lastly, if you have any advice for um, people who are going through it or if you wish someone had said something to you. Um, I think just like obviously like be be free to ask questions and like get information Um and it, you know, it's hard to find those people who are willing just to be like this, you know, I'm willing just to like tell you what's up, you know, but finding that person and like really just, you know, using their knowledge. And I guess also like looking at it from like a scientific point of view, like there's so much morality and there's so much shame. It's all about like how people view like what you're supposed to do with your genitals because you know, it makes baby, but also it's fun and all that stuff. It's like if you look it as like a purely like scientific thing, all things, all living organisms like reproduce. And this is just like how you do it. And the fact that like, you know, as time goes on and humans evolve, things are going to be able to change. And you shouldn't be like, you know, well, this is you know, what they thought about this. It's like, no, like, there's a, there's, you know, that's why we have numbers. <laughs> that's why we have, like, you know, ways to, like, delineate time so we can see where we started and see where we're ending up. And you should be able to, like, adapt accordingly, like everything does in nature, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Kay. No problem. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. This episode of That's My Story Period contains stories from Becky Yamamoto, who you can find online on Instagram at Bex Yams and on Twitter at Lady BY. And Kay Kaanapu, who you can find online at Kay Kaanapu. That's My Story Period is edited by Veronica Gruba and hosted by Campfire Media. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to get in touch with the show, email periodpodcaststories at gmail.com.